Good morning, listeners. Good morning. We made it. We made it to another day. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday happened, and the good news is it is over. We can't go back. We can't do it again. We can only move forward. Some of us have praise reports. Some of us do not. But we all have some lesson that we learned. Because every day with God is a blessing. Every day with God is amazing. And we are going to spend today with God again. If I were to dedicate this podcast to everyone that deserves a dedication, we would run out of time. We wouldn't even have a chance to pray. So all of you, everyone, every last human being that I talked to over the past couple of days, thank you, thank you, thank you for inquiring about my family, for your words of encouragement, for sharing your activities, for laughing with me about crazy TV shows, whatever we talked about. I saw it all as a blessing. God has filled my life with love and I've got love to give right back. So welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. It's a daily podcast and I'm so glad you come and join me daily. So let us pray. I'm happy. (laughs) I'm in a good mood. We're going to have a great day. Yes, I said we're going to have a great day. So good morning, God. Good morning. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dee always says she feels my energy. (laughs) So I'm sending it. And I just want you guys to know that every day with the Lord is a learning and growing experience. Please know it does not happen overnight. But all of us are trying. We're a work in progress. What we did wrong yesterday, guess what? We're not going to do wrong today. And that's the good news of it. So close your eyes, bow your head, clasp your hands, cross your toes if you need to, and let us pray. This is from Prayers from the Wilderness. And it's a meditation of praise. Dear Lord, my prayer today is one of praise for your grace. I praise you for covering me when I was oblivious to your hand working in my life. I glorify you for ministering angels I did not recognize, but they listened to your voice of grace 
and protected me from my foolishness to bring me into this life of divine purpose. I am not listening to my voice of self-will. I praise you for the wisdom to know it was your grace that pursued me and prevented the adversary from destroying your plan for my life. Sickness and COVID and everything else get beneath me. My family is healing and you guys are part of my family. So anything that you too are going through, you are healing. And my immediate family, who thank goodness has a steadfast faith in the Lord, are getting better. Amen. Father, I praise you for the power of grace. When mediocrity attempts to seep into my spirit, grace speaks and tells me who you created me to be. When the adversary creates battles in my mind, grace attacks his thoughts and replaces them with your words of peace, hope, and and joy. I was going to say glory. (laughs) Same thing. When I feel like my life is on hold, grace reminds me that you have an appointed time for all things. And when I feel alone, grace fills me with your spirit of love. As I reflect on the spiritual archives of my life, I can see the story of grace written on every page. I can see the places where the adversary was attempting to lead me and the traps that were set. My downfall was scheduled and manipulated by the devil, but your grace stepped in and prevented his assault. I glorify you for teaching me that your grace is sufficient for me and your strength is made perfect in weakness. 2 Corinthians 12. Therefore, I praise you for my weakness that surrenders to your grace. Lord, I give you praise, honor, and glory for your perfect gift of grace. It is another expression of your unconditional love. It cannot be earned. It cannot be repaid. You bless me, protect me, and you lead me with your grace. And for that, I give you honor, praise, and glory. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. In Touch Magazine has a word. Stay right there. We are devoted to God. One sign of a genuine believer is devotion to Christ. To be devoted means to cling to Jesus and steadfastly persevere with him. Out of love and gratitude, we express our dedication to him through three things. 
a passion to obey, a spirit of humility, and a servant's heart. Again, we express our dedication to God through three things, a passion to obey, a spirit of humility, and a servant's heart. Let's look at obedience. Although David lived imperfectly, his desire was to do what the Lord commanded. We see from Jesus's words that obedience should be our high priority as well. He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Amen. Humility. Despite being anointed as king when he was a lowly shepherd boy, David never tried to take the throne while Saul was still in power. Instead, David humbly waited many years until the Lord gave it to him. Even as king, he remained humble, realizing that any greatness he had was due to God's grace. In service, whether David was a lowly shepherd, a man running for his life, or a mighty king, the many psalms that he wrote while in prison testify that he served the Lord with all his heart. Devotion isn't passive, but active. Are you practicing those things that undergird and prove your devotion? Please do. Read Psalm 63 as soon as you can. Amen. It seems that some people are born knowing what they want to do with their lives and others jump around trying one thing after another, never finding a fit. But both groups are in error. No matter how successful they are in the world's eyes, if they never asked God to help them discern his will, how successful were they going to be? Psalm 103.19 tells us, The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his sovereignty rules over all. This means there is nothing left to chance, <coughs> no detail so small that the Almighty doesn't care enough to concern himself with it. Thankfully, we don't have to work our entire life wondering if we're headed in the right direction. Instead, our loving Father both ordains our steps and helps us grow into who we are meant to be. So like David, we can take comfort in the Lord's perfect provision and sing out loud, I cry out to the Most High God, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. Amen. Make sure you are allowing your steps to be established by the Lord and not you calling the shots. Ask your Heavenly Father to set things right and center your life firmly in His will. 
I know you're trying. I know I'm trying. I know we will succeed. Amen. Now listen to this. A gift is something given willingly and without expectation of payment. Everything we have is a gift from God, especially our salvation. And I repeat, a gift is something given willingly and without expectation of payment. We haven't earned anything except condemnation for our sin, yet the Lord graciously pardons us through faith in his Son. So just as God grants us forgiveness, we don't deserve that we can't earn. So we are willingly to give this same priceless gift to others. To forgive listeners means to relinquish all claims to punish or exact a penalty for an offense. No strings or conditions can be attached or else it ceases to be a pardon. Pay attention. Unforgiveness is emotional bondage that consumes our mind with memories of past offenses and fills our heart with churning unrest and a desire for revenge. Boom, 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 right? Its tentacles reach deep into the soul, affecting both spiritual and physical health. But the one who puts on a heart of love, a heart of compassion, and a heart of forgiveness will receive the peace of Christ. When God's word dwells richly in us, Thoughts of anger and vengeance will be transformed into praise and gratitude to the Lord. Many people consider pardoning an offender too hard to attempt, but forgiveness isn't something that we have to manufacture in ourselves. It is freely given to us by the Savior, and our job is simply to pass it on to others. Anyone who puts on a heart of love, a heart of compassion, and a heart of forgiveness will receive the peace of Christ. Amen. Listeners, I am living in peace. My daughter is living in peace. Please help yourself to live in peace. Amen. Be right back after this quick break. Thank you for joining us.
During that quick break, God said, recite Psalm 63. And you know I am obedient. (laughs) So here we go. Psalm 63, the Psalm of David, regarding a time when David was in the wilderness. Oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you, meditating on your thought through the night. Because you are my helper, I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. But those plotting to destroy me will come to ruin. They will go down into the depths of the earth. They will die by the sword and become the food of jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear to tell the truth will praise him, while liars will be silenced. Thank you, David. (laughs) Amen. And thank you, Lord. Psalm 63. Okay, God's purpose for your life. They're talking about the key to obedience. John chapter 14 verse 15 says, If you love me, obey me. How many parents have said that? (laughs) More than likely, you have many keys in your life. Keys to your home, keys to your car, and even your desk. But have you ever thought about having the key to God's heart? Listeners, it was given to you by Jesus when you accepted him as your savior. Often people believe that access to the Lord's favor comes through performing pious acts, following a prescribed schedule of religious disciplines, or making tremendous sacrifices. However, the key to God's heart is simply obedience that flows from love. This may seem a lot like the previous list, but it is inherently different because of the source of its motivation. Instead of performing a collection of obligations for the purpose of staying right with him. Jesus wants you to relate to him personally and to submit to him out of love and respect. Jesus wants you to relate to him personally and to submit to him out of love and respect. 
He wants you to do in service to him, to flow from your intimate relationship with him, not a sense of earning his goodwill. So listeners, spend time with him. And by all means, say yes to whatever he asks out of reverence for him as God and out of your profound gratefulness for all Jesus has done for you. You'll find not only that you have the key to his heart, but that he indeed has the key to yours. Amen. Jesus, I do love you, and I want to obey whatever you ask. Help me courageously and lovingly to submit to your will. Amen. Let me share with you this. So, I haven't done it yet, but I'm saying it out loud because I am going to do it today. Yesterday, it was weird, I felt. God placed on my heart to go to the bank and to withdraw my exact number of tithe, the full 10% of my recent increase. And I'm down with that because I do tithe. And I said, okay, Jesus, got it. But then the next part kind of floored me a little. I believe that God gave me direction to give the lump sum to one person. I'm sure homeless but to give that sum of money to one homeless person and that I would see the shock and contentment in their eyes. So you best believe I'm going to do it today. And I'll tell you something that was funny. I was driving to the bank in my running my errands, etc. And um, I had a mass, like a headache, like a really bad headache came on me. And I said, oh, God, I just have a headache. I'm just going to, you know, keep driving. And that was the devil. I believe the devil came in to distract me and take me off my course because I was going to the bank. So that's all right. This morning, I'm going to the bank. I am going to withdraw my tithe. And I'm going to give it to one person. God bless me. I just want to, and God will bring the right person that he wants to receive it. I may have missed it yesterday, but I am not going to miss it today. So anyway, I'm just sharing. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 5. O Lord God, I cried out. O great and awesome God who keeps his promises and is so loving and kind to those 
who love and obey him, hear my prayer. You have to really see God as being able and willing to handle all the challenges that you bring before him. Nehemiah did. Upon hearing about Jerusalem's devastated condition, he mourned, he fasted, and he prayed for God's intervention, trusting that the Lord would help. Nehemiah used three Hebrew terms demonstrating what he believed about God's character. He called him Yahweh, the living one who is absolute in faithfulness. He called him Elohim, indicating the Lord's infinite power. And he called him Adonai, which means ruler over all. Nehemiah was bringing his request before the throne of grace with full confidence in God. And the Lord answered Nehemiah's prayer in a powerful way. He gave Nehemiah favor with King Artaxerxes, who sent Nehemiah back to Jerusalem with all the resources he needed to rebuild the city. The Lord worked a miracle for Nehemiah, and he can do so for you as well. So approach him with complete confidence that he will hear and answer your prayers. Remember, he is absolute in faithfulness and infinite in power. Jesus, I truly believe that you can and will help me. I truly believe it. So hear my prayer, my awesome God. Amen. And I'm going to add, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If by chance you're feeling generous today and you want to give to, you want to donate to the podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Webcast, all these fabulous platforms that are getting the word of God out. We need to feed them just a little. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. I thank you. God thanks you. The platforms thank you. Amen. Listeners, I'm going to go back to my daily instructions. I cannot express to you how important it is that you do a daily act of kindness. It is not for the other person. It is for you. It will fill your soul with joy. It will put a pep in your step and a stride in your hide. (laughs) I'm crazy. Anyway, just saying. Act of kindness 
Look upon your neighbor today with love, with forgiveness, with understanding, and listen just in case they have something to say. And when they're done, point to the heavens and tell them that is where the answer lies. So be that vessel, I direct channel to God because you are in direct contact with God. We are blessed. We are chosen. We are on a crusade. Amen. Come back tomorrow. We can do it again. Bye for now.